Hello and welcome to Six Minute Sermons, where we explore the Word, learn the truth, and grow in grace, six minutes at a time. I'm your host, Cameron O'Daniel. First Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. This is the book of 1 Peter, and he is writing to many different Christians in the dispersion. And so when he says the dispersion in chapter 1, he's basically just talking about in all these different cities. And I won't go through all the different cities. You can read them for yourself in chapter 1. But he's writing to lots of different Christians. There's not an immediate context to a city or a country in which he is writing, but it's these different cities and possibly even these different countries that he is writing to who as Christians. And so here in chapter four, we see that Peter is focusing on this concept, this reality of suffering. And so earlier in chapter four, he talks about how Christ suffered in the flesh and that if he suffered in the flesh, we as Christians should also understand that we are going to suffer in the flesh. We're going to suffer in the flesh both because we are resisting sin. You know, our flesh desires to do evil. Our flesh desires to do what it wants to do, to live according to the world. But now that we are Christians, we don't just magically start doing good things. We have this new desire in us because Christ has put that desire in us through the Holy Spirit. So we have this new desire, but that new desire does not always overtake the desire to live worldly. And so we have to fight against that fleshly desire. As Galatians 5.16 says, it says, walk according to the spirit. That way you do not gratify the desires of the flesh. So we know that we suffer in the flesh when it comes to fighting against sin But we also suffer in the flesh when people ridicule us and persecute us and go against us. That is another form of suffering. And both forms can be in mind when we talk about suffering here. There's not one or the other here, but you can think of both of these in your mind. And so going back to verse 12, Peter says this, Beloved, so he's talking to Christians, and he's talking to Christians who are suffering because they are a Christian. Later on, uh, this is just a little sidebar, but later on he says, Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. And then he says again in verse 14, If you are insulted for the name of Christ. So this is not some general suffering. This is When Peter is discussing suffering here, he's not talking about suffering because your football team lost. Oh my gosh, this, this is the worst day ever. Mississippi State lost, Ole Miss lost, Tennessee. No, that's not the suffering that Peter is talking about here. He is talking about suffering because of your faith, because you are a Christian. So he says, beloved, do not be surprised. So he's saying, look, suffering is going to happen. Don't be surprised at this when it happens. Don't be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you. I mean, that that sounds pretty intense. When you think of the fiery trial, 
Think back to the Old Testament at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they did not obey the king, Nebuchadnezzar, and Nebuchadnezzar threw them in a burning furnace, a furnace so hot that the guards who threw them in there burnt up and died. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not die because God was with them. God allowed them to survive that literal fiery trial. And so when you think about that literal fiery trial and you relate it to where we are today, Peter says, don't be surprised at this fiery trial. So he's not saying that we're going to be thrown into a furnace one day, but he is saying that the trials, the temptations, and the sufferings that we are going to go through one day, if we're not already going through them, they are going to be intense. They are going to push us to our end. But Peter says, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised when that happens, as if something strange were happening. He says that in a second, but he says, don't be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to do what? To do what? When it comes upon you to test you. So these trials, these sufferings that we experience in this life have a purpose. It's not just this this fight that is going on. Man, this this is really terrible. Why, Why is this happening all the time? There is a purpose in the suffering. The purpose in the suffering is to test you as a Christian. What is it testing? It is testing your faith. And not that your faith is strong or weak. It's not testing that, but it's testing how clear your faith and how grounded your faith is in Jesus, in Christ. It's not the measure of our faith, but it's the object of our faith. These trials and these sufferings are testing the measure of, or excuse me, not the measure, but the quality of our faith in Jesus. They are measuring our faith in Jesus, or it's testing our faith in Jesus. And then he says, as though something strange were happening to you, going back to the concept of do not be surprised. So what do we take away from this? We take away that sufferings will happen, so we don't need to be surprised. They are fiery. It is a fiery, intense trial. And even through the sufferings, we can know that it is a test. It is testing our faith in Jesus. Do we trust him through this? Do we trust him to bring us through it to the end? And that is the purpose of sufferings. And so as Christians, we need to hold on to this and put our faith in Jesus in all suffering and trial. Dear Lord, I thank you for this day. And I thank you for the fact that we can have faith in you even through suffering. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.